Hello, and welcome back to the Liberty Blues. I'm Sean Osborne. And I'm John Phillips from the deep red state of Indiana. <laughs> well, we're, we're joined by uh, a veteran of the Marines, Michael Lima. How's it going, Michael? Hey, how you guys doing, everybody? John, Steve, Sean. Hi, Michael. Hello. So the, I guess, uh, you know, we were talking, I, uh, I, I heard about you at the uh, Vizalia convention. You were running for, uh, uh, what were you running for? Uh, at, re- at large alternate. At large alternate. So what, what got you, uh, what got you involved as a libertarian? Like as a, as a, as a former Marine, what, what would you say got you fired up for liberty? So um, the transition to me being an active member and like me uh, being interested in the Libertarian Party are two different stories. I mm-hmm. got interested in, in libertarianism through uh, one, one of my old staff sergeants, actually. His, his name is Staff Sergeant Carter. Uh, he's over in Japan now, still putting up the good fight. Uh, but he, he would always post memes on Facebook that are like super libertarian leaning, which is like wild because he's an active duty Marine and he's, he used to be a cop. Mm-hmm. Not, not everything you like. Uh, you, you don't typically see that. So uh, I kind of talked to him about it a little bit, and, and he's like, yeah, you'll never guess my political party. And I was like, I think you're a libertarian. Like, I've done some research on it, and I, I'm pretty libertarian-leaning too. Like, it, it's interesting, but I wasn't active for a really long time. It, it wasn't until after being locked down for an entire year where I, I reached out to the uh, California Libertarian Party Twitter, and I was like, hey, I want to do something, anything. Like, these lockdowns are crazy. So uh, th- they directed me to Alameda County, and I got in touch with uh, John and Betts and everybody, and uh, I became the secretary on, on my first meeting, and uh, the rest is the rest is history. That's cool. Yeah, that, that that's a trip you ran into somebody in the military. Uh, that's good to know. Uh, oh, so uh, like, what kind of stuff? What oh, kind sorry. of stuff did you guys talk about? uh mainly just all of his memes and stuff like they weren't like the typical republican or like democrat stuff that you see because like in in the marines everybody's pretty much a conservative so it it was just kind of weird to see like one one of my staff ncos like have have a different perspective on things you know uh and i I, i'm a firm believer that the united states military is the number one generator of libertarians because we've seen a thing or two so we know what the government's capable of. We see the bureaucracy and like the slime balls moving up the ranks and it happens in politics all the time. So it deters people away from the democratic party and the Republican party for sure. Yeah. So when you say like, what, what kind of stuff did you see over there? Cause like when you join, like what, like what, I guess they'd be better to start. Like what, what, why did you join the Marines? What, why did you choose that? Oh, I was a turd when I was a kid, man, if we're being <laughs> honest. Uh, yeah, I, I wasn't doing too hot, and I'm super thankful. Uh, a recruiter found me because I requested information, and it was kind of like my last Hail Mary because I was in a bad spot, and I did want to serve my country. It's something that I've always kept in the back of my head, uh, and a recruiter came to my house, and he, he talked to me. He got me to sign the dotted line, and it was one of the best decisions I, I've probably made. It, it saved me. So that, that, that's what got me into the Marines. He was just a great salesperson uh, <laughs> and he, he convinced me and, and sold me on it. So, and then uh, I, I went over to North Carolina and that's, that's where I served like a majority of my contract. Yeah. Did you, did you go overseas at all? Yeah, I deployed in 2018 uh, and I got to deploy with my best friend, uh, Samuel McBride. Uh, we went on the 26th Marine Expeditionary Unit to the Middle East. Uh, we got to all these like bomb ass countries like uh we got to go to israel i got to see jerusalem which was pretty cool 
Uh, we got to go to Cyprus, uh, Spain, Bahrain. Uh, half of our augment went to Djibouti, Africa. The other half went to Iraq. Um, and we got to experience all these different cultures in different countries, which I, I thought was super cool. So I, I loved deployment. But that's also where I started learning a little bit more about libertarianism. I, I realized how much the government was like polluting and wasting money on like how much it costs just to fuel the boat up it was, was like over a million dollars and then I remember I, I used to smoke cigarettes when I was in the military and I put it in a little cigarette butt can and some some Lance Corporal just comes out and he just grabs that can after I'm done throwing it and just dumps it over into the ocean it's like oh I'll just eliminate a oh, step. Man. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then they they would throw trash over the side as long as we're uh, 25 nautical miles off of the shore. You just they just toss trash over the side, and I was like, man, I can't believe it. What about those? Uh, did you? Yeah, I've read about those burn pits that they have over in Iraq. I did not get to experience that personally. I, I stayed on the boat, so I stayed in the Gulf of Oman on the boat because half of our augment did have to stay on the boat to support like flight operations from there. So I, I never got to actually step foot in Iraq. And I never got to experience the burn pits. So I'm, I'm thankful for that. Yeah, I would say that's, that's, I think that's a good thing. You didn't have to. Yeah. That's good. Do you know anybody that talked about that kind of stuff? Uh, the burn pits? Yeah, I have a yeah. couple of like my uh, older uh, peer group friends that were in Iraq. And uh, you wouldn't want to talk to them now. <laughs> yeah. Have, have, you, have you heard of those burn pits, John? No, I haven't. So can you explain a little bit about that? they they pretty much just burn like trash and waste human waste they like add gasoline to it and they just burn it it's shit oh, wow. They're, it's yeah. shit on fire yeah yeah and they, they they've said it's caused some health issues with some of the vets like that were around it and stuff like uh brain we'll cancer and shit like that yeah who, who would have known yeah. burning poop was bad for you <laughs> wow what about um, the de the depleted uranium? Do you know much about that? No, I didn't experience much of that either. Yeah, that that's good too. Because I know I know a lot of the heavier shells are made out of that stuff, and then when it blows up, it just it spreads all over the place. Yeah, I, I was a mechanic the entire time I was in. I was in the air wing. Uh, I was a GSE guy, so um, I fixed like generators and like hydraulic equipment that hooks up to the aircraft and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So that, that, that's pretty much all I touched. Yeah. What boat were you on? Or do you call uh, it a boat or ship? Yeah, I was on the USS Iwo Jima. It's a LHD style ship. Uh, I, I think they're they're still active. I think they might actually be on deployment right now, currently. But. Mm -hmm. So what 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 kind of messages do you want to put out there? Uh, you know, to to like other vets about you know libertarianism. Come take a look at it. It's it's literally everything you actually signed up for. It's not like Republican or, or Democrats. Like the two party system. Is like it's you're literally picking the lesser of two evil. And I know mo most Republicans disagree with like three or four things in their party, and most Democrats disagree with like three or four things, unless they're like alt right or alt left. But like libertarianism, like I, I agree probably with like ninety five percent of the party's like platform. There's a couple of things that I, I'm not too uh, sure about, but. I, I mainly agree with libertarianism, whereas like when I was a conservative, when I was in the military, I'd be like, oh, I don't really necessarily agree with that. And then when I was raised a Democrat, I didn't really know much about politics. And so I, I couldn't tell you anything. But as I got older, I was like, yeah, the Democratic Party is definitely not for me. They want to take all my money. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. 
Did you like? I, I assume you saw lots of uh, uh, waste of money over there as well. Yeah, uh, one of the the craziest things that I remember is uh, this, this was back at Cherry Point. Uh, we use these this brand called Tough Wipes, uh, and just like wipe our hands or like pick up a spill and i googled how much a box of those things cost and it's like 240 bucks and we oh, order shit. those things by the pallet <laughs> it's like and then all they are is just giant napkins <laughs> but maybe like the government was getting a deal on stuff it. yeah it's like a diaper but but different like you can use it on yourself and it can absorb water but oh. it's really just a, a strong napkin and we're spending like maybe I, I don't know what the government's getting them for but on google they're 240 bucks a piece yeah yeah, you know, when they don't have much oversight in that stuff, do they? No, they don't. Yeah. It, the, the proposed military budget for next year, I think, is like $770 billion. Jesus. That, that's insane. Mm. So when you were in Israel, what, what, what were you doing in Israel? Uh, just... I, think it, I think it was just like a Liberty port and like to restock oh, the okay. ship. Uh, but I got to, we, we ported in Haifa, Israel, and uh, I got to take a tour around like Jerusalem. I, I saw the Great Western Wall. Uh, that, that was pretty cool. Uh, I'm, I'm a Christian. Uh, I'm not like a super religious guy, but I, I do follow Christianity, and I got to see where like Jesus was laid to rest, his final resting place, and, and that, was, that was super cool. Mm -hmm. um, I think we, we went to Jordan six times that entire time. I'm pretty sure like on, by the time we ported the sixth time, they're going to have our citizenships ready. <laughs> but uh, we were in Jordan a lot, Aqaba. So um, it was just hot, man. That's, that's all I remember from it. It's being. Yeah. I, I'm not a big fan of the heat, man. So I'm not, I would not, I could not dig that at all. You, you get used to it after a while. I think me, me and one of my sergeants, like we ended up like starting to run because we were, we were in Jordan for like two weeks and we couldn't leave like the base that we reported at. So we just started like exercising outside and running. It, it was nice to get off the boat. I, I would look for any excuse to get off the boat. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. So um, let's take a little break real quick and then we'll come back and talk about uh, your uh, activism inside the party. Awesome. Hi, this is Sean Osborne, and I would like to share something with you. One of the key principles of libertarianism is volunteerism and charity. So I decided to make an album of songs that each song would represent a different charity, and all the royalties would go to those individual charities. My song, It's Time, goes towards the Sea Shepherds. Much Braver Than I benefits the Fallen Firefighter Foundation. Over there benefits the Wounded Warriors Project. And Linda Hand benefits Children's Hospital. I thought this is a great way for people to give to a charity without spending a dime. The more you listen, the more you give. So please, take time wherever you listen to music and listen to Four Others Volume 1 and share it with others. Thank you. Now back to the show. All right, we're back. So what actually, uh, let's see, we, so we talked about a little bit of your service. So what, uh, what like uh, got you really fired up to be an at-large uh, for the Libertarian Party? But like you said about the lockdowns, I know. Uh, I... Well, 
Was that was that the, was that just 100 percent the fire under your ass? <laughs> yeah, well that that played a part of it. So uh, my my friend Alvarez always tells me like the, the most change happens at the local level. So if you really want to make a change, you, you got to run for office. So that that's why I originally also joined the Libertarian Party of Alameda County was I, I wanted to run for office. And I kind of wanted to get my feet wet a little bit with like the at-large position uh, for state and just kind of get a feel for things, how like Robert's Rules of Order works, uh, how politics works in general, and just, like I said, get my feet wet. And I do hopefully plan on running for council member in Fremont in 2024, uh, depending on how school in California goes. If California gets too bad, I'm probably going to do south to Oklahoma. Yeah. <laughs> what, are, what are you going to school for now? Uh, I'm going to school for electrical engineering. All right. Um, I'm way far behind because all of the classes I took in North Carolina didn't transfer over to California. So I have to retake a bunch of my classes, which kind of sucks. Ugh. That's fucked up. Yeah. (laughs) So I have a question about, um, I'm assuming that since you're a libertarian that you are opposed to like a large military budget and the U.S. government intervening in in several different other countries and having military bases all over the world. Is that correct? Absolutely. Okay. And so do you have a hard time like being critical of that, but then not sounding like you're unpatriotic towards um, towards other veterans or people who are serving? Because that, that's continually a problem that people have. If you say, well, I'm against this military uh, intervention here or there, or the size of the budget, then, well, you don't care about our troops or for some reason you're unpatriotic. Do you have a, like a, a problem kind of balancing that or how does that work? Yeah. So like, I definitely can tell like a couple of my Marine buddies have like removed me as friends off of Facebook. So that that's whatever, but like my immediate circle, like of all my close friends, like Robert Alvarez, they, they wanted me to mention their names in this. So Robert Alvarez, Hart and Stanford, they're like four of my closest friends. And I talk to them every day. They're all libertarians. So they all have the same perspectives I do. They're all veterans ex- with the exception of Stanford. Uh, so they all have like the same mindset I do. They all know that the government spends way too much money. They've all seen it firsthand. All of us have like deployed except for Stanford. Uh, so we, we know how deployment works and like the waste of money it is. So I, I don't really have a problem with it. And the government does need to cut back its spending on the military a hundred percent. But you understand how, you know, that's, that's going to the conservative playbook they'll they'll pull that out and say oh you're unpatriotic or whatever but but that's why your voice is really important because you are a veteran so if you're if you're part of a group and you know the conservatives attack libertarians for being uh unpatriotic yeah yeah anti-war um and they say well you're not patriotic well the fact that we have veterans as part of the the party is really important so yeah it's, it's so speaking of that um that, that was a big debate uh, with the whole Colin Kaepernick thing, taking a knee during the national anthem, like, you know, right. uh, while, while I was active duty, that that was going on. And that's kind of where, like, I started to see a, a separation. It's like, well, like, yeah, you might not agree with him kneeling, but he has every right to do so. He, he's exercising his First Amendment rights. Like, that that's why you're here. So he has that choice. This isn't some communist regime. You guys shouldn't be canceling the guy because he's taking a knee during the national anthem. I will personally always stand for the national anthem, but like, who cares if he, he he takes a knee? Like, what does it matter? You guys are the ones giving this so much attention and making it a big deal. I, I don't agree with why Colin Kaepernick, well, I don't agree with the way he was delivering the message, but like he has every right to do that. 
and, and you're unpatriotic if you think otherwise, because this is America. You're allowed to do whatever you want. Right. Yeah. I know a lot of people take that as like more of an insult and don't, don't I, when I heard he, he was going to do that or he did that, I was like, oh man, I don't think that's going to go over the way he thought. Yeah. You know, it's just one of those things. But it, yeah, it definitely totally, didn't. Yeah. Yeah. I totally, I totally see why he did it, but I don't, I don't know if that was uh, the best way to do the it. The most effective way. Yeah. Agreed. He certainly yeah. got attention. I mean, he certainly got attention though, and he got a uh, debate. Yeah, started. he sure did. Uh, bad publicity is um, better than none, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that, that's uh, that's an interesting thing. What what ways do would, would you see uh, like for somebody like him? Like what like because I know he asked a vet actually what he should do. I think he got that idea from somebody, or he talked to somebody about it who was a vet that was a friend of his. What ways would you say uh, to to support the troops but not um support the wars uh so so you, are you talking about why colin kaepernick took a knee or yeah yeah or like like how would you uh, like to stop if, police if brutality you and ask what would you do or what would you suggest they do like what, what how would that work for you oh that's that's a tough one man um uh, so so if we're talking about the instance for like the police brutality thing uh man okay. uh I wouldn't need during the national anthem because you're always going to get hate from the right for that. Yeah. <laughs> no, no matter what you do. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he could have talked about it like on his platform, his Twitter, his, his Instagram. He, he could have protested with, with fans to end police brutality. Like I'm sure he would have gotten supporters in San Francisco. I'm pretty sure he was playing for the Niners at that time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. So yeah, he, he could have easily gotten support, especially in California from like, the Democrats and stuff. So uh, he, he could have done it a bunch of different ways. Uh, hindsight's twenty twenty. It, it, it And depending on how you look at it, it, it was a good thing that he did it that way because it got a lot of media attention. Like, yeah, the, the right was trying to boycott football for a minute because of that. <laughs> yeah. Now, well, now they're going to play two national anthems. So I wonder how the right's going to deal with that one. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not a big sports guy myself, so I, I, I don't, I don't care either way. I, I only ever watch baseball and UFC, man. Yeah, UFC was my thing. I like oh, I, I like uh, I like jujitsu and stuff. I want to get back into jujitsu. I was doing it a little bit when I got out, but I hated driving from Fremont to Livermore, which is about an hour drive, just to do jujitsu for forty-five minutes. <laughs> so, so that got old quick. But I, I'll, yeah. I'm looking forward to doing some more jujitsu as more places start opening back up. Yeah. So have you have you got any uh, like? in contact with any of the uh, veterans groups within the libertarian party like uh oh, like the veteran party caucus like the veterans caucus or anything like that i haven't gotten in touch with any of them they don't seem too active either really yeah uh i joined their little group on facebook <clears throat> but they don't do much and i know we have like a decent veteran turnout like at convention there's a bunch of veterans that were like cheering and stuff like after i gave my speech they're all giving their their war cries their oohs and hoo-yahs yeah so i'm surprised the veteran caucus isn't bigger uh I, I, I wish i can get in contact with somebody and we can work on that uh but for like veteran groups outside of the libertarian party i, I urge every veteran that is active in their party to get in contact with like their local vfws and american legions because one they're they're hurting for people just like us but a lot of them like i said they're, they're veterans so they've experienced firsthand what what the government 
is capable of and, and what they're doing. And a lot of them are libertarian leaning. Uh, I got a phone call after like my last for my last meeting with the American Legion. And he's like, Hey, uh, I, I need help with this. Also, c- can you talk to me a little bit more about this libertarian stuff? And I was like, yeah, man, sure. Uh, so they need help with social media and they need members and most of them are libertarians. So recommend you go and talk to them for sure. Nice. So that you said you're doing that tonight. You're going to go talk to them tonight. Yeah, they have their like little social meeting and I'm going to go see if we can uh, borrow their ballroom for a, a Jeff Hewitt thing. So oh, nice. Yeah, hopefully that goes yes. well. So, so are you helping out much with the Jeff Hewitt campaign out here? Not not a lot. Uh, we just held that fundraiser on Friday at Castro Valley, the Westover Winery, and it went really well. I got to be I got to play auctioneer, which was kind of fun. Uh, I got to auction off a bunch of wine I know nothing about. Uh, I got to, and then the, the people at Westover Winery are so nice too. Like they they let me bottle my own bottle of wine from straight from a barrel. So uh, my girlfriend and I got to do oh, that, shit. and that, that that was really cool. Uh, I hate wine, but they they actually had a really good bottle of wine, uh, a Zinfandel that we got. So I'm super thankful for that. That's nice. So, yeah, for people who don't know, Jeff Hewitt's running uh, out here for uh, sort of the recall election against uh, Governor Nuisance. So we're, we're, we're very hopeful. Uh, maybe we'll get a couple of blackouts before then, and then uh, everybody will realize how bad government's working on things. Yeah. <laughs> the so if I remember correctly, you did win your at-large position, but what happened with that? <laughs> So I, I won, uh, I got the most votes. So my election wasn't even contested because I, I beat the person that came in third by more than five votes. So the judicial committee didn't decide to overturn my election. So I, I, got, I got to keep my spot. Okay, that's good. good. Yeah, nice. So for that large, are you at large for the whole state or just uh, over the central region? I am an at-large alternate for the entire state. I'm the first oh, alternate. Okay. So if one of the at-larges misses the meeting, I, I, I take their place. Uh, the one, the most recent meeting we had in uh, Folsom, I, I got to sit in for a little bit uh, when a couple of the at-large members took a break or went to the, use the restroom. So that, that was kind of cool. I got, I got to play my part a little bit. Uh, hopefully next year, maybe I'll, I'll run for at-large to get my feet a little yeah. more wet and experience it a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, next year we got the convention down here. You cut out a little bit, but I'm assuming you said the convention down in Long Beach. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be fun. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm excited. It'll probably be a little bit better than Visalia. Yeah, that that was really fun. I had a great time. I'm looking forward to Reno. Oh, yeah, I'm Angela 2022, baby. Yeah, 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 that's going to be great. That's going to be sweet. So did you have any place, anybody, uh, you wanted anybody to be able to contact you or uh, anything like that? Like uh, uh, contact him? They, they can follow me on Twitter at, at Mikey Lima. Uh, but other than that, I don't really have anything else to plug. Uh, c- can I give a, a shout out to like all, all my friends that have been supporting me and stuff, if, if that's the end of the podcast? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. well, that's not the end. Anything you want to talk about, man, we can talk about it. So I'm oh. just saying, I, oh. I, always, I always try to get that in there someplace because I forget. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they, they can follow me on twitter at mikey lima m-i-k-e-y-l-e-m-a uh i don't have many followers so but if you care for what i have to say by by all means give me a follow and i'll follow you back just tell me your tell me uh you heard me on liberty blues yeah yeah so did you um 
you said what county you said you're in Alameda? Yes, sir. So what what, what are you doing up there in the county then? Uh, we have a great chair, John Ferrero. Um, he is working on outreach. Obviously, we're trying to look for more tabling events and more fundraising opportunities. Uh, we recently designed a shirt logo. So we have shirts that we're selling uh, for donations. Uh, we're doing a bunch of good stuff up here. Uh, mainly our, our focus right now is on the Hewitt campaign and, and helping out any way we can. I have about 200 Jeff Hewitt yard signs. So if any of the neighboring counties that are listening to this podcast need some Jeff Hewitt uh, yard signs, please reach out to me because I want these yeah, out of my house and out in the public. <laughs> what about they're doing good? Uh, pardon me? You want those signs out there doing their job. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Put put them in your yards, put them in the front of your communities, hang them in your cars, whatever. Just get them out there. I, I actually, uh, one of my coworkers rides his bicycle to work every day, and I was like, yo, dude, I'll buy you lunch if you tape two Jeff Hewitt signs to the side of your bike so that way everybody sees that you're supporting Jeff Hewitt. He's like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. So he has he has two things. I'll, I'll try to get a picture of that. It, it's really fun. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> anything else going on up there like you planning any uh, any other events was was the winery in alameda county yeah it was in uh, a small little town called castro valley and it was like tucked right. up in the mountains it was pretty cool uh i think we have the wine and liberty event coming up sometime in the next couple of months uh the, it'll be at the same winery it's a little fundraiser that we do in our county I've never been a part of it, but if you want more information on that, contact uh, Betts. She, she's our vice chair for the county. Her or, or John Ferrero, uh, they're, they're the ones planning that. You know, I didn't used to be much of a wine drinker, but I, I found I've liked some of it these days as I've gotten older. Are you a red or white to... kind of guy? I'll do both, but I'll, I'll drink white before I drink the red. I'm not, yeah. I'm not a big fan of dry things. Yeah, I, I could do like a Pinot Grigio because it's a little sweet, but I, I can't yeah. do like some of the, the bitter stuff. But my, my girlfriend was drinking a Cabernet and it tasted like olive juice, man. I was like, I don't know how people do this. <laughs> yeah, I'm more of an IPA kind of guy. I like I like IPAs, man. Dude, I, I can't get behind IPAs either, man. I could do I could do like a, a deep stout, but I feel like when I drink an IPA, I feel like I'm drinking like pot. Like that's it's. It yeah, taste, yeah, it doesn't taste yeah. good. Yeah, I gave me. John one, and he, he said I felt like I kicked dirt in his face. Yeah, exactly, man. I, <laughs> I, I guess it's an acquired taste, and I'm not adult enough for that yet. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I, I once I had an arrogant bastard, I was hooked. I was, oh, I yeah. was a stout drinker before, though. I love you know, stout. I love stout. arrogant bastard. Also makes a pretty bomb hot sauce. If you didn't know that. No, I did not know that. You I, gotta, you I gotta didn't. Gotta I'll try that now. That sounds good. Yeah, you, you got to go go to your local Safeway or Vons and go go pick up a bottle. <laughs> All right, I, I throw it on everything. <laughs> That's cool. So yeah, we'll put a link to that on there too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we. I'm looking for. I'm looking for uh, commercials. So if anybody wants to put ads in here, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to get some stone money. Monetize monetize this podcast yeah. i respect yeah, it monetize it said man we were talking about your uh your stuff <laughs> yeah. yeah that was that you know my original podcast was a progressive and libertarian walk into a bar and i was always hoping breweries and stuff would advertise on there but, oh yeah that, that yeah. would have been cool yeah is that so podcast we do, we do still that going still sometimes oh, okay. yeah yeah we, we haven't done one in a couple of months but yeah we we, we should be doing another one it's on the same network i have three i have this uh liberty blues I have Libertarian Los Angeles and, and then the uh, 
progressive libertarian walk into a bar. <laughs> you know, I, I'm super thankful you had me on. I've been wanting to do a podcast forever. I'm just afraid I'm going to sound like an idiot. How, how do you think nah, I'm doing I mean, so far? Good. Yeah, that's no, good. I'm doing great. Uh, you know, yeah, I appreciate yeah, you, you doing the podcast. Like the you know, say, <laughs> say what? I said, you sound like the smartest one here. So, well, thank you, sir. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So, yeah, so, I appreciate you coming on here and talking about stuff. And, you know, as you, as you get any more stuff going on, you know, feel free to hit me up. We'll get you back on, or I, I can get you on Libertarian Los Angeles as well. Uh, you could come drink with us, drink beer with us at the progressives and stuff. Hey, are you <laughs> going to be at the training in Long Beach next month? Uh, well, what is next? June, June, July, August? What do I have in August? I think it's August 22nd. They're having uh candidate training down in Long Beach. That that might be a stretch for me. It, it all depends because yeah. we're, we're up here in the Bay Area and that's like a five, six hour drive. Uh, uh-huh. Maybe. Uh, and it also depends on, on school, whether school or not starts. I, I work uh, th- three to four days a week, depending on how school is. And then I go to school full time. Like uh, last semester, I was in like six classes. For the summer, I'm only in two. But ne- next uh-huh. semester, I'm going to be in five. And, and they're like real class. They're like starting to become engineering classes now. So, uh-huh. yeah, that's cool. Well, yeah, if you, uh, when, well, no matter what, when, when you get down here to LA, we'll go have a beer or something. Yeah, I definitely owe you a beer. And, and I'm a cheap date. I'm part Asian. So I get all red faced. <laughs> so you, you yeah. can definitely tell when I've been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> well i'm blind so i missed totally the red <laughs> <laughs> but yeah you know uh it, it's, it's cool you know have, when we have these libertarian events to get together with people and have a beer you know and uh shoot the shit about liberty that was one thing that was so fun about Vizalia was running into a lot of other libertarians because usually it's pretty far few and far between um, yeah no doubt you know we're we're uh we're, let's, we're well, getting more right. organized these days Oh, yeah, I have high hopes. 2022 is going to be our year. We're going to win a lot of local elections at the grassroots level. We're going to get the right part, right people elected for national, and we're going yeah. to have super strong messaging. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, and I, I hope the people I want to win win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm looking forward to casting my vote for, uh, for Angela for chair, that's for sure. Absolutely. I, I'd and love to and Karen, Karen Harlos as well for secretary. Yeah, I, I would love to see uh, Jeremy Todd and Joshua Smith be at-large members again. Uh, Shane Hazel, for his, uh, I think he's going for region rep, and so is Harrison Kemp. Yeah. I'd love to see those guys on yeah, the Yeah, he's a vet too. too, right? Shane, yeah, but he, he's a real boy. He, he was a, He's a combat veteran or a recon uh-huh. dude, I think. So, like, there, there's, like, a, a status quo. Like, he's way up here, and I'm, like, way down here. <laughs> uh, he, he would probably call me a pogue or something. But uh, so much respect for those guys, though. The recon yeah. guys go through, like, way more harsher conditions than we do. But ho- hopefully all those guys get elected there and, and they'll take the Libertarian Party to the next step. Yeah, yeah, I'm hoping so. Well, like I said, thanks for, thanks for uh, doing the podcast. Thanks for your service and all that good stuff. Uh, you got anything else you want to tack on there at the end? Yeah, I, w- I want to give a shout out to all my buddies, uh, Alvarez, Stanford, Roberts, Hart, and McBride. Like, you, you guys mean a lot to me. Thank you for supporting me. And of course, like, if you ever see me at an event, like, I'm always with Victoria, my girlfriend. She, she stands with me like every single time. She's always at one of these events. She's a real trooper. So I, I appreciate you. And uh, follow me on Twitter, like I said, at Mikey Lima. Uh, and I, I look forward to hearing from you guys. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. And I hope you guys follow the podcast too. And share. Yeah, so everybody, absolutely. Everybody, here's what he's got to say.
Yeah, everybody that I gave a shout out to you, you will share the podcast. <laughs> Sounds great. I appreciate it too. Awesome. All right. Well, like I said, contact me and let me know whenever you want to come back on if you got something to talk about.